What's going on, everybody? This is the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW Blood and Guts in Review. I'm joined by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you doing, Mike? I am doing well. Um, if Brad gets kicked out, just bear with us. It's happened <laughs> while we were just talking about video games. So uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah. He's a little pixely, so we'll see. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That I don't could know what's be, going on. Could be his internet. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some technical issues. <laughs> I had, uh, for some reason, my mic wasn't working, which was a joy, <laughs> an absolute joy. Then, so I restarted my computer, and then I hadn't fucking updated my computer in like mm-hmm. a month and a half. So that took like twenty minutes <laughs> for, for it to update itself. Like. I'm exaggerating when I say 15 times, but I don't know if it, uh, <laughs> that it might you were be. gone for a while. So I believe yeah, it I was gone for a while. I started listening to that upside down Spotify playlist for stranger things mm-hmm. where it doesn't make any sense if you don't really use Spotify, but if you use Spotify a lot, like I do, it was pretty much just what I listen to every day. Yeah. That's, I looked at mine and it was like, Oh, this is just what I listen to. I get it because it's it's supposed to be like whatever save you from Beckna, I guess. Yeah, and then they throw in a couple songs from the show. Yeah, I was gonna say like I had the Scorpions on there. I haven't listened to the Scorpions I probably since I was a little kid. But <laughs> I was like Metallica. I mean, mm-hmm. Metallica's cool, but <laughs> I don't really listen to it. And I was like, oh, that must be Eddie's. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about. Uh, well, actually, first let's talk about. What was your uh what was your favorite match from Forbidden Door? Um man, it's a tough one because there's two I really loved, but I do want to say We'll before, talk about both of them. Talk about both. The Forbidden Door is probably my favorite show of all time. There that's you not go. that's not hyper hyperbole or anything either. I really liked it. Uh my favorite two matches were uh Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy and Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Yeah, I actually loved Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm as well. Um, I feel like that match is getting overlooked a little bit because I thought that was arguably Thunder Rosa's best actual wrestling mm-hmm. in AEW as opposed to match because that was the Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa lights out match. That that match is yeah. perfect. This mm-hmm. maybe wasn't quite as high as that, but it was really good. Yeah. Tony Storm's sell of the... Uh, fire thunder driver mm-hmm. where she just went completely limp was amazing yeah. and then she kicked out of it which is awesome i loved it yeah. um yeah and tony storms i don't know how she does it but her butt attack in the corner she just looks like she i don't know people. how she isn't giving everybody concussions yeah. and here's the thing if your head gets rocked like that it does have an effect on you long term mm-hmm. <laughs> any jarring anything jarring to the head like that regardless of a concussion Mm-hmm. does affect your brain yeah so good luck ladies yeah but that match was great and then just orange cassidy versus will osprey was also great um, yeah it was yeah it was like the comedy spots it was comedy throughout like usually orange cassidy when he does it's usually comedy at the beginning and then towards the end he picks it up but he found a way to keep the whole comedy in through the whole time and he, and anyone who doubts Orange Cassidy's wrestling ability, he could keep up with Will Ospreay in terms of like speed and stuff. So it was awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention two matches. One just because the uh the four way for the uh uh all Atlantic title was really good. Mm-hmm. Ishii wasn't in it, but Clark Connors was in it, and Clark Connors got his ass over. Yeah, he did. He cool did cool as hell. He did a great job. Yeah, he had chance towards the end of the match and everything. It was awesome. That spear through the table of, with, mm-hmm. on Miro was fucking spectacular, yeah. and I loved it. Um, yeah, so good for him because when he came out and did his little pose in the ring, the fans were sitting on their thumbs. Yeah, they're like who's so, this guy? Yeah, yeah. So good for him. That was awesome. Great match. Um, awesome to see Pack get a title. And yeah. everyone is assuming, including myself, that this is going to be a traveling um, belt, kind of, where he's going to travel around to different places and defend it. Or 
he's is going to invite people from different companies to defend it against, which he put out that challenge on this episode of uh, or was it on? No, it was on this episode where he uh, he threw out the challenge to anybody in any company to come take a swing. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, like you, they don't need. They certainly don't need another belt. No. But if it's a traveling belt, it's a that's an amazing thing. Like he can be an ambassador, mm-hmm. and uh, go around. That's really cool. And then the last one would be that ta- the three way tag match was phenomenal. Yeah, that was very good too. When Just, uh... when Dax went down with the injury and then he left, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? Like part way through, it was just like. I think this is a work. He's coming back. And then 10 seconds mm-hmm. later, he came back all taped up. It was like, here we go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because otherwise, I was like, God damn it. Can can people stop getting hurt? Yeah. And that happened again on Monday. Mm-hmm. One what happened two, on that show, too? One, Yeah. One to two people got hurt on Dynamite. And Adam Cole got a concussion mm-hmm. and, uh, in his match where he was supposed to eat that Rainmaker. But he collapsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he just went down and was, oh, and there goes Brad. And we're back. Um, I think we were talking about Adam Cole, maybe? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about that. Brad dropped and then we decided he should probably restart his uh, his computer. And then I would... I would start a new uh, room for us to mm-hmm. to record in. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Adam Cole, basically, he was supposed to get hit by the Rainmaker. Um, he either dis- decided not to get hit by the Rainmaker because he had a concussion and he didn't th- think that was a good idea, mm-hmm. or he just collapsed. Yeah. And then... Um, Jay White hit the uh, hit the fucking the blade, blade runner, runner on Okada, and then was like, and then he went over and pinned Cole right away, knowing I guess that he was probably supposed to get the pin on Cole anyways, mm-hmm. but that he knew he could see that Cole was done. He saw that um, either Cole had told him he was done, or he could see, and it almost looked like he held. Adam Cole down. Yeah. I don't think Adam Cole knew where he was. <laughs> and apparently he was, he said like, uh, apparently he said he was sorry afterwards, but it, I mean, it sucks. Cause that match was going great mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Um, and as, as soon as JY pin Cole, he got up and said something to the ref too. He said a whole bunch of stuff to the ref and then just got out of the ring. He said, he probably said like, he's got his bell wrong. He can't yeah. you or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Crazy. Um, wild finish. Um, at first, I was like, "Well, that was weird." Is Cole mm-hmm. hurt? And then I was like, "Fuck, goddamn it, is Cole yeah. hurt?" Yeah, because everyone's hurt. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it reminds me of. I I don't think you were watching in two thousand eight, but like everyone at like WWE and Impact and Ring of Honor were like all hurt in the summer of two thousand eight. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. So uh, the curse continues, though. Um, over to uh, AEW. We'll get to that soon. Um, first, we should talk about the opening match, which was Orange Cassidy oh, versus Ethan Page. Oh yeah, Orange Cassidy versus Ethan Page. This match was good. This match was fun. Yeah, um, it was uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy debuted his new music, his new old yeah, music, because that's what he used on from, the Indies. Uh, yeah, it was Jane from. The band's name Jefferson Starship, Jefferson, Jefferson Airplane, whatever Starship. they whatever they call themselves at the end. <laughs> yes, they they had a few names. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a classic song. It's what he used on the Indies. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a good Orange Cassidy match, and yeah. Ethan Page can work, and Ethan Page can basically eat as many losses as possible. He's He's there as a nice foil for uh, for guys like Cassidy. This is <laughs> good. We got we got to see Chuck again, which was nice. Yeah, Chuck and Trent came out in 
ridiculous tie-dye jumpsuits. Yeah. Um, and I guess I, I didn't see this till afterwards, but Orange Cassidy kept trying to body slam Ethan Page. He was trying yes. to do the Hulk Hogan Andre spot because they were in Detroit, which was funny. I didn't even catch that until after. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, that is good. Yeah. He finally did slam him, mm-hmm. um, which led directly to the victory, which was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw somebody online say, like, all those old school 80s wrestling fans hate Orange Cassidy, and he just did an 80s wrestling finish, which is funny. Well, yeah, because he hit the orange punch and then did the slam for the win. Mm-hmm. He slammed yeah. him and then pinned him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's really good shit. Um, then afterwards, we got uh, we got Christian Cage coming Just... out and uh, saying that uh, he he should apologize. He should apologize to uh, he should should apologize for the fact that he uh, didn't say that all of jungle boy's family should be dead yeah. with the exception of his mom call me yeah he did the call me sign which is hilarious which is amazing he looked like uh he looked like steve jobs again mm-hmm. um he fucking then he says but i'm not here for me or he said i said i had a match but it's not a match for me and he calls out uh luchasaurus who comes out basically to the cane entrance. Yeah, lots of um, fire and all in, he's all in black. He looked cool. Yeah, he's he's like he's like Grey Hulk. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> which is awesome. Um he's got it's basically like Jurassic Park. Yeah, in the I, background. I posted that on our, our Twitter. He's like Henry Wu in Jurassic Park. He's got his evil dinosaur now and he's got the turtlenecks like Henry Wu wears in the Jurassic Park movies. Um yeah, so that was cool and uh luchasaurus goes out there and he doesn't do his flips mm-hmm. um which everyone loves he just fucking beats down uh serpentico who uh just got worked um and then he got he got put in the snare trap for the victory but it's a snare trap with just a nerve hold which is kind mm-hmm. of funny they should probably maybe think of something else because it looks <laughs> it looks funny <laughs> I get the idea behind it because it's Jungle Boy's move, but yeah, the nerve nerve holds are always kind of silly in like, wrestling. Don't do a nerve hold if you're gonna do it. Like do it in the face, mm-hmm. like like something like Ming did it was cool. Yeah, like yeah. the mandible claw. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just weird. It's like he just gave him a neck massage and then he mm-hmm. submit. Yeah, <laughs> but then uh, then he he tells him to finish off Serpentico. He he pulls him out and hits him with a. Fucking vicious choke slam on the floor. Yeah, that didn't look fun. I I, I want to know what Christian said to Jungle or not Jungle Boy to Luchasaurus to get him to turn evil. He said your mom called me or something. Yeah, like <laughs> something like that. Yeah, he's like, you you know I'm really old, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I'm loving this heel, Christian. He's been no, great. I love heel Christian. I love that he's got this dinosaur on a leash. Mm-hmm. Um, I love heel Luchasaurus. I think this is good. I think mm-hmm. this is really good for him. He doesn't have to talk. Yeah. Um, it's great. He's Kane. He can be Kane. Yeah. And uh, Kane, when he wasn't world's shittiest mayor, oh was great. Gosh. Yeah, I was going to say, as long as uh, Luchasaurus had tried to run for mayor and then just tweet out just horrible just things his goddamn <laughs> mind yeah he's lost his mind mm-hmm. insane yeah but yeah this is great and um i kind of want I, we're kind of jumping ahead but they announced that battle royale for friday i kind of want christian to win it because i want to see him go against mox i've heard that the uh spoilers it's good okay is what i was is what i was told spoilers the results are good okay yeah, I haven't looked him up, so I don't know. But yeah. so that's fun. Hey, I'm looking at this graphic. Uh, Takashita's is in it. Nice. nice. That's nice. awesome. I like yeah. that he's in that. Yeah. He. I, I love that his home base. He's basically on excursion to AEW. Yep. Which is fun. Yeah. He seems to they really like America. That. Yeah, they should. He seems to really like America, especially Cinnabon. So <laughs> fucking loves it. He's just having dream matches too. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to wrestle John Jonathan Gresham at the next term Terminus show, which is awesome. Which is going to be great. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I watched that Lee Moriarty match. It was okay. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't the best of either of those two guys. And uh, I think that a lot of the time that comes with the language barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When facing a guy who's Japanese and you don't speak a lick of Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I assume he doesn't speak a lick of Japanese. Maybe he does. I um, always wondered how they, how wrestlers did that. I mean, I'm sure there's terms like lariat and body slam and stuff that every wrestler knows. Yeah, um, Nyla Rose has talked about it a bit because she did a tour in Japan at one point mm-hmm. before signing with AEW, and she said like there are certain, like some of them just under understand the term like drop kick. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that so they'll say like drop kicker mm-hmm. and you're like oh here comes a drop kick yeah and then like certain things but she says uh like yuka sakazaki for example speaks absolutely no english <laughs> so she said in the ring with yuka it's actually quite hard because mm-hmm. she speaks like nothing <laughs> so uh it's a uh, it's interesting and we i i saw some people saying that they could see that um okada was a little off with some of the guys, not his usual self. And I get that kind of makes sense. He's never worked with a couple of those guys mm-hmm. or no, just one of them really. Yeah. Uh, he would never have worked with Adam Cole probably. Yeah. I know he's worked with Jay White for sure, but I maybe him and Hangman had some matches before Hangman. Yeah, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. like maybe in a G1 or something like that. Yeah. Cause I know right before AEW started, Hangman was doing a thing with Tanahashi where Tanahashi was going to take him under his wing, but. Mm-hmm. Which I think that'd be cool if they started that storyline back up. But yeah, man, you, they can do it. They're, yeah. The world is their oyster right now. They mm-hmm. are like they're. We got uh, <laughs> Hir- Hiroki Gutu. Gutu, yeah. <laughs> Hiroki Gotu and uh, Yoshi. God damn it! I love Hiroki Goto. <laughs> Say his name right. I know they're being <laughs> heels. God damn it! That made me like. I was like you pieces of shit Mm -hmm. i hope he beats you but he won't because they're the champions yeah i mean they could but i doubt it i doubt it i because i think they didn't have a lot of like ftr won the tag belts but no new japan guys won any belts and i was talking to friend of the show willie diaz about it and the g1 starts in like a week and a half so i think that may be why yeah because all the New Japan guys are going to be tied up for like, and this is a huge G1 this year. All the, all those guys are going to be tied up for at least two months. So maybe they just didn't want to have any belts over there that couldn't be on AEW TV. Yeah, my only thought was like maybe, uh, I mean, had uh, Ishii not gotten hurt, yeah, I think Ishii he could have not gotten hurt. Really won he it. could have won that title mm-hmm. and then taken it to New Japan. Yeah. And defend it there for a bit. Yeah. As the traveling title, that would have worked. Or like mm-hmm. if if Suzuki was in that match, for example, I could have seen him. I could have seen him winning it, mm-hmm. and then traveling around as he likes to do. He likes to go to the UK sometimes. He likes to go. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, other shows, uh, I don't know when this was announced. I think it's the media scrum after Forbidden Door, but Ring of Honor's got a pay per view coming up. Yeah, they do. Uh, Death before Dishonor. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And so we'll see a few of the guys who we haven't seen in a while mm-hmm. over there. Uh, yeah. Namely, um, our boy Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. Which on Rampage on Friday, they kind of set up a storyline where Tolly Blanchard was messing with him and Lee Moriarty. So Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I like that Lee Moriarty is going to uh, be doing Ring mm-hmm. of Honor stuff. I think that's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, it's a perfect spot, and then, yeah, he can build up his name more and then come over to AEW proper, which would be good. Yeah, so next we had Jade coming out with uh, with only one baddie, because they're down one baddie, and yeah. they did say they were going to find a new one, uh, but she's in a match with, oh, I can't remember, Layla Gray, mm-hmm. and she squashes Layla Gray, who uh, she puts up a fight, but she, she goes down fairly easily. And afterwards, um, why did Layla Gray help? Well, oh, at first, yes. after Jade she, was, she goes on the mic. Yeah, Jade right? was pissed. She, yeah, she, because Stokely was going to talk, and then she got mad at. She basically told Stokely to cut the shit and said, yes. "Next time I ask for competition, give me some real competition." And then she said something about um, Athena and Statland. I don't know oh, what yeah, she said, and was, that's why uh, they ran out. 
she said, I, I put up this open contract and Athena and Statlander are complaining at their, that they're not getting the matches, not getting opportunities, but you had an opportunity and mm-hmm. you didn't sign up. Layla Gray signed up. Someone who's not even with the company signed up before you because you're lazy. Mm-hmm. And then they run out. Um, they're fighting uh, Jade and Kira Hogan. And Kira Hogan. And then Stokely Hathaway goes over, whispers in uh, in Layla Gray's ear, and Layla Gray jumps in the ring mm-hmm. and starts helping them yeah. uh, fight off Statlander and um, what's her nuts? Uh, <laughs> not Ember Moon. Um, Athena. And so, uh, but Jade's pissed off, and Stokely's sort of like, just don't worry about it. Just, mm-hmm. just, just keep doing this. Don't worry. I, I got your back. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, she's going to be the next baddie. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. I yeah. like that. Um, yeah. It's a good opportunity for her. Obviously, they like her. Um, I don't know where she came from, whether through the Nightmare Factory or she was one of um, Thunder Rosa's ladies. But yeah, I'm not sure. It's cool. Uh, what thing Jade she tweeted today made me laugh because she's still trying to be a heel, but she's yeah. trying to be nice too. She's like, to all my fans, even though I hate all of you, you guys mean the world to me, which made me laugh. <laughs> it's like she's she wants to be nice, but she's still got to be a heel. <laughs> but yeah, this is exciting and that's very funny. Was it Rampage two weeks ago when Statlander and um, uh, Athena hinted at Willow coming to help him? Yeah, I don't know when that's happened. Yeah. Or she did was on, that happen? It hasn't happened yet, but Willow was on Darker, Dark Elevation, one of the two, this past week. Oh, she, she's been around. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. But I know she's going to, um, is it Tokyo Joshi Pro? She's going yeah. over there? To... Yeah, she's going over there in their tournament. Yeah, which is awesome. Because Thunder Rosa's going over there too, but Thunder Rosa's just for one match. She's not in the tournament. Okay. I was going to say, how is she taking that belt for that long? Yeah, she's just doing like an exhibition match with the belt, but I don't think she's in the tournament. Their tournament doesn't take that long, though. They, yeah. They run through it pretty quick. Yeah. It's um, not like Stardom's, where Stardom's is about as long as the G1. Yeah, so next we had, I guess, just the match, the big match. Uh, Blood and Guts there, at this point. Was there something else? No? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, let me just... <laughs> Let me just look real quick. Da, da, da. Pull up this Twitter thing I had here. Oh, yeah. No, there's one more match. We had uh, oh, Max yeah, yeah, Caster, yeah. Austin, and Colton Gunn versus Danhausen and two mystery opponents. Mm-hmm. And Danhausen said, he comes out, he's like, hey, I got, uh, I got these two. Maybe they can wrestle. I don't know. They seem all right. And mm-hmm. out comes FTR. And obviously... The uh, the guns and caster are shitting bricks. Yeah, um, they get their ass beat. They did beat up Danhausen a bit, but he got his he got his licks in. He got Danhausen got to do some moves. Yeah, he he he's got a couple moves, but he doesn't do them the cleanest, which I kind of like because yeah, he can do them cleaner. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's funnier if it looks like he's struggling a bit. But he got a mm-hmm. hurricane rana. He got a nice suplex in, and then he ended up getting the pin, which was awesome. Yeah, um, and that was after uh, Anthony Bowens, Bowens does his pulled a does miracle his Kevin Nash moment, <laughs> um, or was it Diesel? Is it Diesel? No, it's Kevin Nash when he had the broken Kevin leg. Nash. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he steps up out of the out of the wheelchair and ends up accidentally cracking uh, Austin Gunn in the head with the crutch, <laughs> and Dan Housen gets the pin, which is awesome. He's two and one right now, yeah. which is hilarious. Um, whatever happened to? Uh, um, hook. I don't know. He wrestled on Friday. Maybe he just wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> I know. But it's just funny. It's like uh, I'm gonna get two guys. One of them mm-hmm. is not my tag partner. What? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I'll I'll accept this. Um, but yeah. Afterwards, um, Billy Gunn sides with Max Caster and uh, and Anthony Bowens when mm-hmm. Austin and Colton get in the face of Bowens. Um. Billy shoves down Austin. Austin looks hurt. They they storm off. They're baby facing the acclaimed, which is smart because they're super over. Yeah. Um, I'm excited it's, for that. 
because yeah. Max Caster was always over, but Anthony Bowens wasn't always. But this act with the Gun Club has gotten them extremely over. Mm-hmm. Scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> oh, it's so, yeah, it's so funny. It's really I, funny. When they first paired him up, I was like, oh, well, this isn't going to be good. But then it's like become one of my favorite things. No, it is good. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. It's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. I kind of wish and, that Colton and Austin were staying, though, because I, I like the thing where they do like the wrong cities. Cause, like, it is funny. And the ass boy. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like, it's funny. For, it's really At good. Forbidden Door when he was like, Tokyo Dome and Currican Hall. <laughs> it's very funny. It's yeah. good stuff. Um, no, I, I like this. And I will say the gun, the gun club, are they're very good heels. Mm-hmm. They're very, very good heels. They're so obnoxious. Like yeah. they they get over in that respect. Mm-hmm. And uh the acclaimed are Anthony Bowens, he 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 was kind of having kind of had crickets before. He doesn't mm-hmm. have crickets now. Yeah. Now he's he's extremely over now because of the wheelchair stuff yeah. and daddy ass. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, really cool. Uh okay, so now on to blood and guts. This shit was fucking wild. Talk about some of your favorite spots. Uh, let's see. Oh my gosh, there's a lot. <laughs> this is going to be a short podcast. I just yeah. Out. Yeah, it's Which, okay. fair enough. Yeah, we're having technical issues and stuff. It's okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just... Be, we're going to be under an hour on this one. Yeah, my absolute favorite thing was Daniel Garcia's do-rag. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it stayed on the whole match. Because when, when they all came out looking like Backstreet Boys... I was like, does he have a do-rag underneath his fedora? I was like, he does. And then he uh, he kept it on for a good chunk of the opening of the match until he got forked by Moxley. Until he got choked by the do-rag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claudio <laughs> took it off and choked him with it. But it was really good. Yeah, this match was tons of fun. I, I probably liked it better than the first one. Uh, it definitely didn't... I remember the first one towards the end, I... Remember the sun is shining right in my face. Sorry, it started feeling like uh, it's kind of dragging till the big spot at the end. This one I felt like it was exciting the whole way through. Had a lot of just brutal spots. Glass. Somebody got pile driven on glass. I don't even remember who he got. Uh, Mox pile drove on a glass. Wheeler Yuta dumped out the most thumbtacks I've ever seen anyone dump out on that. That was ridiculous. And then he was wearing a bunch of them at the oh end. Oh my gosh, at the end of the match, yeah, his whole back was covered. It was nuts. But yeah, uh, How I, did that happen to him? I didn't even see that. Uh, I think Hager slammed him on him or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, he probably did that fucking like Hager fucking... The Hager bomb like, or whatever it is. No, the Hager bomb's uh, like the Vader bomb. Uh, no, he has a really, really nice... I guess it's just a mat return, as Taz likes to say. Yeah, he, he does have a... Them. He has a gut wrench power bomb too that he does. Yeah, but no, he uh, he has that one like front slam thing that looks great. Yeah, he always does that. We got to see um, a standoff between him and Claudio, which was cool. Their old tag yep. team. Claudio was the ace of this. Uh, yeah, of this. I was wondering if he was going to bleed because I've never seen him bleed, and he did not. He did not. He. I think he's the only person that didn't. Maybe Jericho didn't bleed either. But yeah, Jericho didn't either. Which fair enough. Yeah. He doesn't have to bleed. He doesn't have to continue to bleed. Yeah, he's, he he's, doesn't bleed a lot in his career either. And I don't think he's that great at it. Yeah, I guess he doesn't do it that often. But no. Um, Mox, it looked like Mox's whole face fell off. Yeah, because that bandage from his match on Sunday. It looked like his skin was flapping yeah. off his face. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Looked like a horror movie. Yeah. I thought he was just running around, like, just with the blade. In his hand, just like mm-hmm. gigging people. Yeah, he's like, oh, no. you're bleeding. Don't worry, brother. You're bleeding. <laughs> no, like, it was when I, I, I texted, I was like, wait, is he just wielding the blade? Yeah, it's it a piece of glass. No, it was a piece of glass that he was <laughs> running around just jabbing people in the forehead with, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Yeah. Um, that's a great gag. Um, the only downside was Santana getting hurt. That sucked. Yeah, that, that sucked. Santana came in with the barbed wire bat. He brings in a table. He hits one move on one guy, goes to do an Uranagi, and his knee just goes sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucked. So he 
he got himself to the side of one of the cages and then everybody went to the other cage mm-hmm. so that yeah. they could sort of deal with him without it interfering or being caught on camera. Yeah. And then and eventually then, they got him out of there. As I say, when they, when they opened the door, uh, after Ty opened the door, they, they got him out. Cause I think he was supposed to be up on top of the cage at the end. Cause we had talked about it where it looked like they were talking to the guys in the cage for a while. Yeah. I that bet was he was supposed to awkward. That was the only awkward part for me in yeah. this thing. And I was like, I hope people aren't too hard on this. Cause you know why? Yeah. Cause but they weren't, you had the, you had, uh, the three guys, Sammy, um, Jericho and Jericho Kitsu. and Eddie on the cage. And they're all lying on their stomach, looking down, talking to people in the thing. And so I guess maybe, um, maybe Santana was supposed to, chuck sammy off the i could see that or in in my head i imagine he'd like they both go over the side or something yeah maybe maybe sammy was supposed to chuck santana who knows Mm -hmm. yeah um especially like if somebody else was supposed to go over onto that table Mm -hmm. like maybe if it was supposed to be santana it's like guys who the fuck's gonna go through the table (laughs) Like, I don't want to go through Like, Eddie Kingston's probably like, no fucking way I'm going through this, guys. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if Kingston did that? <laughs> he would die. He would yeah. just combust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jericho's like, I'm not doing this again. I did it onto a crash pad last time and hurt myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm not doing that shit again. Um, but, yeah, there was that weird, awkward moment up top. And I'm glad that people weren't ho- holding them accountable to that for that because they're yeah. obviously trying to piece it together yeah yeah i think everyone knew i think i bet Santana's supposed to be up here and they had to call an audible and uh yeah and then kingston looked like he was hurt at the end too his back i guess seized up yeah it's it's hard to tell with kingston because whenever he sells in a match i'm like damn is he really hurt but then he's just selling so. well yeah because uh i guess claudio who won the match. Um, we'll get to that in a bit, but mm-hmm. he went to help Kingston up afterwards. And Kingston said, you could see him mouth like, Oh, my back is fucked, but I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually they got him up. And he looked like an old man up mm-hmm. there. Yeah. He was just sitting there like, uh, like Vince McMahon after his quads exploded. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting down on top of the cage. And, um, Ortiz is up there twirling his hips. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't seem too hurt about his about his best friend blowing out his knee. Yeah, yeah. Um, this match was nuts. Uh, Aubrey Edwards took a bump. I don't know if she's ever taken one before. She I, did when? Yeah, that's how Ty got the keys to unlock the uh the cage. She threw Aubrey up against the the side of the cage. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't see that. Yeah, you see. This is a match you can watch back again. Mm-hmm. I watched back the uh, the previous one again just to take it all in. Mm-hmm. Especially once somebody gets hurt in a match that tends to consume my attention. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just thinking, like, oh, I, I'm fixated on him in the back. I'm hoping that he's not hurt. Meanwhile, all kinds of crazy shit's happening yeah. on the screen. I'm not even paying attention to it. Like this is this was more star studded than the previous it was. one. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine just having uh, Brian Danielson in this match. That would have been fucking crazy. But yeah. it's Claudio, too. Mm-hmm. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm almost happier with Claudio being in this match. Yeah, he, did the, he did the big I'm swing on top of the cage, which was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was crazy to Jericho, of all people, <laughs> yeah. with his hair flying around like a hurricane. Yeah. That was insane. If he let go, homicide. <laughs> just goes flying in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he slips and Jericho just goes flying off the end. Like, they were kind of they were kind of more towards the middle. I think they they knew. They well, knew what was and uh the middle portion was a different color. Yeah, so it's it like more like, see-through. I was like is the middle part going to go through and they're going to do a fucking mankind? Yeah, that's what I kind of thought too. Because at first it was so much of a different color, I didn't think there was a top. I was like, "Oh, they don't want anyone going up there this year," but no, it was just a different color mesh. Yeah, and then we had uh, so we had Claudio going up there, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because you had said, "When are Eddie and Claudio uh-huh. um, going to start throwing hands with each other?" And I said, "Either at the beginning or at the end." Mm-hmm. 
or he's going to come in. They're going to do the stare down. But they didn't really do that. No, and I was one. I was wondering why. And then that's because of the finish. Mm-hmm. With the finish, you had Eddie Kingston with uh, Chris Jericho in the stretch plum, and he didn't know that Claudio was also putting uh, Daddy Magic in mm-hmm. the in the sharpshooter, and so he Eddie really wanted Jericho to be the one to give up. That's why he's doing this. He wants to make Jericho give up mm-hmm. or pass out. But he doesn't get that. Claudio takes that away from him by tapping out Daddy Magic. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's like, what the fuck? He didn't tap out. He turns around and he sees Claudio celebrating. He's like, no, this motherfucker took my glory. Mm-hmm. This yeah. motherfucker who I hate took yeah. my glory. And so he doesn't stand it. up, which is partly because he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Partly because he's just pissy and he's moping. And... Yeah, and Mox had to come up and talk to him, and that's when he stood up with everyone. <laughs> Mox is the peacekeeper, which I love. <laughs> and this is great because we're going to get that uh, Eddie Kingston versus Claudio feud. And who knows when that when they're actually going to have a match. This could go a year. It could. I saw someone online say that whenever they do have their match, I hope they do a contract signing. It's the suits they wore in Chikara. <laughs> <laughs> The, the car salesman. Yeah, I hope they wear those to the contract signing. But yeah, I, I could, they could do something too, like to prolong it a little bit longer, like where Kingston's like, I didn't get my, I didn't beat Jericho. I got to beat you, even though he's already beaten Jericho once. But he's like, I got to beat Jericho. And then Jericho wins this one. And that pisses Kingston off more. It's like, I could have beat him there and you took that from me. And then I just got beat this time. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is really good. Um, they couldn't have found a better guy to uh, to take that role because anyone else coming in, w- it would not have worked. They yeah. would have had to come up with a different storyline, mm-hmm. which would have sucked. But they just got to just insert Claudia, which yeah. makes more sense than Danielson. Yeah, but I mean, even if Danielson wasn't hurt and he was in it, they could have done the exact same finish. And it still made sense. The funny thing was... Uh, one of the commentators just did like the Danielson storyline. I think it was Excalibur. And I was like, Excalibur, you don't, you don't have to do the. He said, uh, he's like, oh, Eddie Kingston hates him because uh, he thinks that uh, Claudia is so condescending. And I was like, no, that's not the story. Mm-hmm. That's the Danielson story. Yeah, is that Danielson's the condescending one? Claudio's the one that he feuded with for over a year in Chikara. Mm-hmm. That's the story. Yeah. The, the story is that is Claudio went to WWE so, so, so that he couldn't get his hands on him. Yeah. And he was pissed and thought that he was ducking him for a decade. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the story. That's Those, really good. The tweets the from guy, Eddie were happy The to guy that they, he used to be uh, roommates with that he hates. Mm-hmm. That's the story. Yeah. Because Eddie Kingston was just retweeting everyone's like memes and stuff about him being mad that Claudio's in, in the company now. And, um, what did he tweet like a month ago when Claudio first left WWE? He's not man enough to come here. And then when he oh, showed yeah. up. He's like, you don't have the balls to come here. And yeah. then he signed and he said, like, oh, you found a pair of balls. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently Claudio's been signed for a while. They're just waiting for the right time to debut him. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Did you listen to uh, Moxley on the... Uh, on the uh, his Renee Renee's podcast, where he's talking about the formation of the BCC. No, oh, it's really good. Like they, him and Danielson were talking like about they're going to go over their match that they're supposed to have, and then they're like, "Well, what if we just became friends and like formed a team?" And then they pitched it to Tony, and he's like, "Oh, I like that." And at first, Tony was like, "Well, we could do that," and then you guys could split up, and like, "No, we we want to keep this going." And then um, Box had the idea to bring in Regal, and. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. Danielson had the idea to bring in Regal and told Tony. And so they got Regal to sign. And then Mox independently was like, hey, we should bring in Regal. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's already here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> it's, it's AEW just gets everyone now. Are you still here? Yes. Okay, good. It froze for a second, but I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, there's one last person that I want AEW to get that is available now. And that is Dakota Kai. Mm. And then that's it. Yeah. They never have to sign anyone ever again. I keep mm-hmm. saying that, but like legit. Yeah. You don't have to sign anyone. Just use just use who you have now. Yeah, I don't know when her um no competes up, but yeah. Soonish. Soonish. Mm-hmm. 
it's oh, yeah, we have Ruby. Ruby Soho made the save, which is awesome. So hopefully she can feud with yeah. help him feud I with. I forgot the... about that Ruby Soho. I I thought it was going to be uh, what's her name from American Top Team, but it was oh not. Paige, it, yeah. Which yeah, it was uh, it was Ruby Soho. So that's a fun feud going. Which forward. was it was cool too because the video package before the match, she was in there saying, "I'm one of the like three people that Eddie Kingston trusts." So that's cool. So she no, keeps a, they do a really good job um, keeping that continuity mm-hmm. in check with their history. Yeah. And with Bryce Rensburg, with them all being friends with him, um, with Kingston and Bryce having history, with Ruby mm-hmm. and Bryce having history. This was a huge match for Chikara fans. Yeah. You had Eddie, you had. Um, Actually, was Ruby Soho there at one point? Uh, probably. There's been a ton of people who have been in Chicago. Oh, she was. Yeah, that's how she knows uh, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, you had um, uh, Cool Hand Ange and yeah. Daddy Magic were both there. I still don't know how cool, how cool Hand Ange got through the side of the cage and hung upside down. <laughs> I, I looked at her and I was like, oh my god. What the f-? I was like, that's fucking horrifying. Yeah, you look like uh, I think you was, Jesus I think, or something. I think it was just uh, Tony Schiavone said, Oh my God! Look outside the cage, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look up and was like, "Oh, that's a body, mm-hmm. just a <laughs> bloody like, mess." The... Who? How did he get there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was like the the wreckage of an explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, those guys love to bleed. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah, um, two point can bleed, man. Yeah. I don't know if they've ever done it before, and they're just getting their shit in now. Yeah, but they're they they're are, good at it too because they have those punchable faces, so you you yeah, want to see them. they they gig deep, man. Mm-hmm. They go full crimson mask. I'm telling you, man. Mox was walking around that glass, said, "Oh no, brother, you're bleeding." <laughs> just gigging everyone. <laughs> I was like, "Is Hager gonna bleed?" Because I don't think I've ever seen him do it either. Well, I don't know. Did he bleed that? Remember that match him and Moxley had when Mox was the champ? That empty arena match. Probably it a, not. It was a pretty boring match, so I don't. It was shit. I, yeah, I don't think he bled then, though. But yeah, that that was like. No, nah, he he's had plenty of opportunities. He's mm-hmm. been in all the the stadium matches. He's been yeah. in blo- both blood and guts matches. He was in that MMA match with Wardlow that one time. Yeah, he's. I I think he's not a bleeder. Mm-hmm. He's, he says I'm not going to do it, which is funny because it does MMA, where his face turns into hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> well. Not to throw shade at anyone, but they do kind of pick him <laughs> weaker looking opponents whenever he yes. fights in him. But he d- he did get hit last time. He mm-hmm. he looked rough at the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So th- this is great. I'm actually maybe I'll watch it after this after we finish recording. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably not. Probably play more video games. But and then tomorrow is Stranger Things Day. Yep. I also yeah. got tickets to see Black Phone. Which oh yeah, that, that looks awesome! I cannot poster for that movie looks fantastic. Yeah, I'm a huge Ethan Hawke fan, and but my wife is uh, she likes horror movies, but she screams a lot, so we don't go see him in theaters. We just always watch him at home. <laughs> that was the, when I looked at the seating chart, I was the only person with a ticket, so mm. that's exciting. Yeah, I mean it's like I think people like us that watch a lot of movies are excited for it, but I don't know how general audiences are going to feel about. No, it. No, they haven't really done any press for it. Mm-hmm. And it got delayed like a year. So yeah, it's yeah. a it's Stephen King's son is the guy who wrote it. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. I know the, is the Joe King, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, he's a really good comic book. Joe King. Yeah, he's a really good. Yeah, <laughs> he's a really good comic book writer too. He's got some books, but I've only really read his comics, like Lock and Key, which they turned into a show yeah, on that's Netflix. Good. That's good. And then he's so he's got one at DC now read... called Basketful of Heads, which is really good. Ew cool yeah i i never i never read the book which is supposed to be amazing for lock and key i watched the first season other people didn't really like it i thought it was really good i liked it yeah it's okay. it's a lot different than the, the comic the comic's really good but I, i'm a lot of comic book fans get mad when they change stuff but it's like yeah you've already re- you've already read the comic so yeah the exactly. comic <laughs> this is something else yeah if you if you want the comic read the comic 
And plus, you know, comics, they always deal with alternate realities, especially Lock and Key. That's all about different realities and stuff. So it's like, this is just a different reality. Like, oh, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love, uh, I love teen shows, like teen and kid shows. Uh-huh. I think uh, kids in horror and stuff, it's just, it's better because they have that imagination. Yeah, yeah, whimsy. yeah. You can't I really always, do that with adults. Yeah, I always and like. kids can make stupid decisions and you're like, he's a kid. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Kid. Yeah, he's. 12 of course he's going to do something dumb like that but yeah i always like i even like not just kids in horror movies but like horror movies geared towards kids i think that's cool because that's how i got into horror as a kid it's like you know like are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps yeah, and yeah. stuff oh they made a movie of that didn't they are you afraid horror of the dark I, I think so it's either or it's like a, a new show or something it's either a movie that's coming out or they already did it mm-hmm. yeah um i think it's on paramount i don't know yeah, We're talking so, about horror movies now. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Whatever. Who gives a Yeah. It's the end of the show. Guts. Yeah. Well, this Friday, they announced that Battle Royale. What do they call it? Yes. Rampage Royale with two rings. Rampage Royale, where somebody wins and they get a title shot against, I guess, Mox. Yeah, Mox. I almost said Kingston, so but Kingston's not the champ. <laughs> but yeah, it's in two rings. They just need one more ring and then they could do the old school WCW World War Three. Actually, they should never do that because I've gone back and watched those and those matches are the definition of a clusterfuck. 60 people in a ring is too many people <laughs> and like three rings is too much. <laughs> or the, the, what was the one where they stacked the rings? Oh, they, they had the triple cage match. There's yeah. three cages on top of each other. That was, how do you, here's the thing. It's like, these are cool, but how the fuck do you film it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like you, you can do a better focus on anything. Yeah. Maybe you can do it better now with like high definition cameras, but I think even, the audience like in attendance it's like it's too hard to focus on anything like like the the most that a fan can watch is blood and guts mm-hmm. like that's even stretching it yeah like, you good. don't really know where to look all the time you've got the the obstructions happening mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to follow you got shit jumping around the camera's cutting from one guy to the next mm-hmm. but they um, they're pretty good in like the i think because you could watch old war games matches because yes. even the modern wwe war games matches are good about like at first it's chaotic and then once it starts yes. slowing down like people start pairing off and then it's like yeah. okay here's a big spot here's a big spot i thought the match got uh really really good once uh once they got santana out of there yeah 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 and they could then not it, have to worry about hurt him more because did they ever do anything you know how they ripped the ring up did they ever do anything with that because i was wondering i was like maybe that was supposed to be santana's deal but they never. I just saw him ripping the ring up, and then like the canvas yeah, off the ring was doing that. And I don't know. That's the thing. Sometimes shit just happens in the background. I'm always yeah. wondering what the fuck are they doing when they're battling on top of the cage? Yeah, are they just standing there? <laughs> are fans just watching these guys just break kayfabe and have a smoke break? Yeah, yeah. Mox just takes all the glass out of his pocket and hears some smokes for you guys. <laughs> just start smoking. <laughs> Some fucking Newports. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, who was it that said that Eddie Kingston looks like a pack of Newports? It was Max Caster said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was when uh, Eddie Kingston and Mox were were tagging together, mm-hmm. and Eddie looked at him and he just shrugs and said, "He's right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's my favorite reaction to Max Caster raps is like, mm-hmm. like when he rapped against some. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he, he rapped against uh, Smojo, the whole time Smojo's like, yeah, yeah, and it just killed him. <laughs> so, okay, get in the ring, kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a fun oh. show. I wonder great. if they'll do it. another Blood and Guts. I bet it'll turn into like a yearly thing, probably. Oh, yeah, it'll def- it definitely will be. They'll do it yearly, maybe bi yearly, but I don't think so. Or, nah, I keep uh, it yearly. Like to a year. Keep it um, we're getting um, the uh, Flushing Meadows again soon. Um, oh, the the outdoor show again very soon. Grand uh, Grand Slam. That's fun oh. in September. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll that be a, good. That was a um, good arena. That was fantastic last time. So I can't mm-hmm. wait for them to do that again. See if maybe we get a debut. I don't know who you could at this point. Like everyone's pretty yeah. much picked up. Mm-hmm. It would have. Maybe you could be... do Forbidden Door Two or something. 
bring Okada in for it. Mm-hmm. Do a cool match. Um, I guess we should talk about Kenny. Yeah, um, this this makes me sad though. Well, I mean, yes and no. It's it's not as bad, but uh, he essentially he was on a CEO gaming stream where uh, he was talking about he's talking about how hard the rehab has been. He said it's been two to three two to three times a day, really painful uh, rehab. Um, mm-hmm. He said that one more major setback, or he said one more setback, but I think it's like one more major setback and he's done. Mm-hmm. But so, and he's probably just going to hang it up. And what he means is essentially another thing like this, mm-hmm. like another injury like this. Yeah. Like a torn labrum or a, or a hernia surgery or something like that, like something really serious that he would have to have surgery for. He said that he just can't go through this again, which kind of makes sense. He's not young. Yeah. 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 uh, He kind of waited a long time before getting himself put back together. He had like three to four major, major surgeries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like uh, the fact that he was able to have any of those matches the past yeah. year was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so I'm I'm hoping he doesn't. I'm hoping he just goes back to best bout machine, Kenny. He doesn't have to do anything crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to do stadium stampedes. He doesn't have to barbed wire off. matches and shit. He doesn't have to <laughs> jump jump off of fixtures through tables. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to face. Uh, um. What's his name? Joey Janela anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really think he started liking doing deathmatch stuff, though, because there was a while. That's the problem. It's like, okay, Kenny, no more. Mm -hmm. Because he wasn't he wasn't getting hurt like this before in New Japan. Mm -hmm. Like he can have matches and be fine. And he's more he's more able to protect himself as opposed like he wasn't going through tables in New Japan. Mm-hmm. But how many tables did he go through in AEW? Quite a few. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, taking fucking uh, kill switches on chairs and shit. Yeah. Um, maybe no more matches with Pac so he can tear his labrum. Yeah, those, <laughs> those dudes just beat the hell out of each other. Now, that happened at the very beginning of AEW mm-hmm. that he tore his labrum. That's crazy. Yeah. That two years later he was finally having surgery for it. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Nuts. He wrestled three years with a torn labrum. He really is the Terminator. And then we have Cole trying to do the same thing right now, but he's not built like Kenny. <laughs> he doesn't have the reinforced muscle mm-hmm. all over his body that Kenny does. Um, he's not like Kota Ibushi, who drops himself on his head repeatedly to so, so that he can take neck bumps. Mm-hmm. We had, we had a, a, a friend in our community... Uh, when we were watching Forbidden Door, who was like, holy shit, why do all the Japanese yeah. have such massive necks? And you're like, that's because they train their neck yeah. so they that tra- they can take head bumps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which doesn't help their head, but no. it helps their neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever see uh, Hanma um, in, <laughs> in New Japan, he looks like like bat, like the old school Batman that couldn't turn his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his neck's so big. <laughs> he actually has pretty much had his neck fused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because that guy would do diving headbutts from the inside of the ring. That, to the he floor. still does. Yeah, no, he's a madman. He broke his neck. And he's still doing diving headbutts. Mm-hmm. Kakeshi's. Yeah, a, just crazy. He, but he looks like a like Kurt Angle at the end of his career, mm-hmm. where it's like, man, you're. Your neck doesn't, your head doesn't move. You mm-hmm. need to retire now. Yeah. You're, you're going to die in the ring. Um, yeah. So this was great. I can't wait to see what happens next. This, uh, actually, let's talk a little bit about what we have coming up on uh, Friday or no. Yeah. Friday. We have the Royal Rampage, which is fun. So uh-huh. just looking at the guys who are in this, we have Kazarian. Silver, um, Orange Cassidy, Roosh is in there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, we have Hangman Takashita. That's fun. Penta. We have B. 
Big Willie Hobbs. We have Ricky Starks. We have Keith Lee. That looks like Swerve. I can't tell. It's either... I need to make sure. Hold on. Can I zoom in here? I think that's Swerve. Then we have... Um, Darby. Darby Allen. We have The Blade. We have Dustin Rhodes. We have The Butcher. We have... Butch all the way. Butch all the way. Absolutely. <laughs> we have Max Caster. We have Tony Nice, Matt Hardy. We have uh, Brody King. And we have um, the... Uh, what's, what's his name? Oh my god, his name's slipping my... I don't remember um, everyone who you named now. <laughs> I, I'm only missing one guy, and I'm looking right at him. His name is just escaping me. Uh, he's got a brother. His brother's here. Top flight. Matt Hardy? Oh, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> now I'm forgetting his name. It'll come to us later. Yeah. Um, you know who we're talking about. Okay, then we have Dante Young Martin. Bucks versus Hiroki, Hiroki Goto, apparently, mm-hmm. and Yoshihashi, which uh, I would love if they won. I That'd don't so think cool. they will, but you never know because it's not for the title. It's to get a chance for the title. Yeah. So they might. Um, they could win. But they're both they in the are. G1, so I don't know <laughs> when, when yeah, that could happen. So then we have mm-hmm. Nyla Rose versus Tony Storm. That match should be fantastic. Yeah, it should be very good. So I'm excited for this. Um, yeah, the that Royal Rampage, I think, is going to be very fun. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Um, I would love if Takashita won. I think there's actually a, a pretty good chance of that happening. Takashita winning? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Because then he gets the title, the title shot, and it doesn't matter if he wins. Mm-hmm. which he's not going to. So I actually think that would be cool. Um, and the person who said that uh, he really liked the ending is a DDT fan. Hmm. <laughs> so so that's our, like, oh, maybe maybe Takashita could win. Yeah. But then you, you have Roosh in there, and Roosh coming in and winning right away would be cool. Although I don't cool. think they'd put him right into a into a match he can't win. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. But did you see their new shirts? The Faction Day? Oh my god, that looks was... so cool. Yeah, it does. When did that happen? Well, uh, Rampage last week. Yeah, and that was Rampage last week. That was is, awesome. His match against wait. Phoenix. The Faction in- Ingonable. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that related to LIJ, or is it just a play off of it? Well, because they had the Los Ingobernables in Mexico, but that's a CML, CMLL property. Yes. And then it's... So they wouldn't Ing- be able to do that. They would block that. Yeah. So they... And then they, when they were in Japan with Naito, they were, they, that's when they started... Japan. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just a play on that. But you have to think if all the politics from Forbidden Door had, had, hadn't gotten in the way, we would have got something with those two and Naito. Oh, the yeah. It was it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um it also it could have been against maybe uh um oh, gorillas of destiny who were really conspicuous in their absence in my opinion mm-hmm. i thought they would definitely have been involved but they weren't which was strange to me yeah cuz they would seem like a perfect fit to work with aw yeah oh i would that's really exciting to see Roosh in his first match. Mm-hmm. I bet he'll come down to win the final four. Yeah, probably. He should. Interestingly, I don't see Andrade in here. Yeah, maybe he's training Ric Flair for his final match. Oh, God. I can't believe that's still happening. <laughs> is he? Is that who he's wrestling? No, they haven't announced who he's wrestling. It's like a mystery thing. Mm-hmm. But like the show it. around it, it's like kind of crazy. Like they have like all these crazy wrestlers on that show. I'm still not gonna watch it though. But no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was I saw something for uh, 
what was that control your narrative where there was like somebody who I really liked on that on their show. It's like no, I don't even <laughs> I don't even know how you watch control your narrative. Like no, so if I, I don't wa- think you can. So if I wanted to watch it, like I was, I would even know how. It was like somebody just posted like photos. That's all I ever see of it is photos, and then that Taco Bell commercial they made, which was actually pretty funny. I have to give them credit. The Taco on that Bell one. commercial was funny. Like <laughs> yeah, the bong on the choke slam that was really good. <laughs> that was like credit, credit there, but uh, yeah, they. I don't know. Uh, the uh, brawn is just turned into a complete nut job. Mm-hmm. He's losing his mind. Yeah. And he's probably going to listen to this and then threaten me or something. That's all right. I'll just run away <laughs> from him. He seems kind of slow. <laughs> yeah. Like, speed. Uh, I'll, I'll maneuver around him. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think we're good. All right. We, uh, we made it to an hour. Good for us. Hell yeah. The, that's, that was the horror talk for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. See ya.